All right. Well, greetings. Hello. This is the whole pastor.org TWP conversations. Um, this is episode one of season two, episode one, season two. Um, and we don't have just one person on today's TWP conversation, but we have two. Got to kick off season two with the right way with two people, not just one. So yeah, double the fun. Absolutely. We got Josh and Melissa Fuentes. Josh and Melissa, howdy. How are you? Hi. Doing good. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, so TWP um, or The Whole Pastor, uh, man, we're a lot of different things. We're a blog. We're a conversation. Uh, we're a group of people who are passionate about pastors, pastors' families, and their communities. Um, as you guys know, Josh and Melissa, and hopefully TWP, uh, those that are listening know, um, we have identified areas uh, where we want to be holistic in our approach of being healthy. And so that's spiritual, physical, mental, financial, and relational. Um, this year's goal is uh, physical health. And so that's why we have you guys on this conversation is to talk about uh, physical health. But before we go there, um, why don't you just tell the TWP family who you guys are, where you're from, maybe even a little bit about y'all's story and your family and your church ministry. So ready? You guys take it away. All right. Well, uh, I'm Josh, my wife, Melissa. And so uh, we've been married for 13 years. It's been awesome. We have two little girls and we have a 12 year old and we also have a seven year old. So love our family. Uh, we have been in ministry, or at least I've been in ministry for over, I think, close to 15 years. Uh, we met in ministry, so we met as interns, uh, as youth interns, and then from there, God just carried it the rest of the way. And so I've served as a student minister, and I've served uh, for most of my ministry as a student minister. Uh, did that down in Corpus Christi for close to 10 years. And then we ended up making our way up to here to San Antonio uh, because we met here in San Antonio. Melissa's born and raised here. And so we uh, felt the call to come up here to help support her family and to take care of them in some ways. And so we needed, I felt that, that by that time it was time to step into being a pastor. And so that's what brought us up here. And so it has been a fun close to three years uh, since we've made the move back up here from Corpus. And it has been a blast ever since. So that's been really great. And then my wife just recently has hopped in as the Lydia Network Coordinator. So do you want to share a little bit, little bit about that, honey? Uh, Lydia Network Coordinating, yes. Um, for me, that is a chance for me to get to know other pastor's wives and reach out to them, find out what's going on, um, what I can be of assistance to help them grow, to help get them support. Um, as pastor's wives, a lot of times we are behind the scenes, but very much involved. And it can be sometimes a little lonely when um, all you, I mean, really don't have a whole lot of friends so <laughs> that are like-minded. So to reach out to other pastor's wives who are like-minded gives us a network of friends. And so that, that helps us emotionally to have someone to lean on and support and just have a good time. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, TWP conversations, the first appeal is that Josh and Melissa need friends. 
<laughs> we are we are tighter. We like we like we love each other and we're like each other's friends, but we're like we need some more friends. <laughs> oh, so we will be your friends. And if you call two one zero, just kidding. I won't, I won't give your mobile number out. But no, I think that's awesome. And and so for those listening, um, just to kind of give a little bit of an introduction, TWP, the whole pastor, is part of a larger network through Texas Baptist. There's the Church Health Initiative. Um, and uh, just an insight that may change the name by uh, the time you're listening to this podcast. Uh, but anyway, the Church Health Initiative. And within that, here in Bear County or San Antonio, we have what's called Barnabas Groups and we have the Lydia Network. And the Barnabas Groups are a network of pastors who gather together in small groups all across the city. Um, and really, this is happening statewide, but it's really started and been the springboard has happened here in Bear County. And then what has kind of come out of that is this idea of, hey, Pastors, wives, uh, we want to get together too. And so the Lydia Network is is part of this movement um, and this journey of uh, the church health initiative. And so that's awesome. I love that you guys are both, Josh, you're in a Barnabas group, um, a couple of them actually. Uh, and then Melissa, now you're jumping in to help out with the Lydia Network. And then uh, in a week or so here, um, we're having the Pastor Strong Retreat and where it's a couples, pastors and their wives are coming uh, to a weekend together to experience just God together, experience other uh, pastors and their wives. Um, and so this has been really neat that you guys have been part of this journey. Um, uh, let me let me ask this question. So, uh, Josh, um, uh, what what church are you serving as pastor at right now? So I am serving as the pastor at Crestview Baptist Church. So for those of us that are not at why well, those of us those of you that are not in San Antonio, because I'm in San Antonio, where is that in relation to the city? So Christy Baptist is located like on the northeast side. And so it just almost borders the, the northeast and east side of San Antonio. Uh, and so yeah, I, I tell people it's our church is like every Southern Baptist church. At one moment, it was popping and blowing up. And then over time, just may have lost its way a bit and has reached a place where it just needs uh, just some guidance, needs some love, needs some uh, just just to allow the spirit to come and do what he does best. And so uh, I, that's the one thing I tell my church is like, we're not special. We're like 80 percent of churches in America. And so, uh, you know, the struggle is real, uh, but so is the blessings that come from that as well, too. And so it's just been a unique three years close to three years of just pastoring a church like that and, and learning the rhythms and just developing a new culture and a new uh, way of doing things, uh, which in some ways I feel like you may not be able to do uh, in, in, in other churches. I think that's just kind of the neat thing is that when your church is in such a place where it's just hungry and ready, you kind of get to just experiment and do things. And if it catches, it catches, if it doesn't, it doesn't. And so that's just kind of been something that's so been so unique and kind of crazy is just kind of doing things that it's like, I shouldn't be doing this, but we're doing it <laughs> and, and God's using it. And there we are. <laughs> uh, if you want to quote something from Josh Fuentes today, the struggle is weary is real, but so are the blessings um, straight from his mouth. I heard it. Um, hey, you guys are also like, are you considered Wincrest in Wincrest? Is the yeah. church? Okay. So do you like, how close are you guys to like the, do they do still do the Christmas light thing? Yeah. So the neighborhood is like Christmas lit up. Yeah. So even on the news the other day, they spoke about Wincrest is when we had all the major storms come through and one of the meteorologists uh, referenced Wincrest as the city of lights. 
because uh, yeah, it's so it has been, uh, yeah, they still do all that. And the hope is, uh, I, none of the churches have decked their, have decked their churches out in lights, which is incredible. Like, I think it's a missed opportunity and that is something I would love to do. I don't know when it's going to happen or whatever, but like, I want, like, this is just throwing my dreams out. I want to like, basically do like Christmas vacation, like my house. <laughs> like I want to like light up the church and just have like an insane amount of lights. And it's really incredible because there's a great, our church parking lot has a real awesome like entrance exit. So where you can enter on one street and exit on the other. And so there's a really, I think a phenomenal opportunity to just have an insane amount of lights and be able to have people come through and be able to like give them hot chocolate or bless them or invite them to church. Uh, and it's like, and none of the churches have capitalized on that yet. And so I'm like, man, we need to do this. Uh, I just don't know when we're going to do it, how it's going to happen, what's going to take place. And so that's just, but yeah, that we are known as the city of lights, uh, by in Wincrest. All of those churches in Wincrest are listening to this. So the pressure's on Josh. So I'm going to say this, it is Cinco de Mayo. That is May 5th, 2021. The pressure's on come visit. Crestview Baptist Church in the City of Lights this Christmas. They're serving free hot cocoa, hot coffee, uh, <laughs> peppermint uh, lattes, and they're passing out candy canes to everyone that comes to see the lights this year, December 2021, in the City of Lights, Wincrest Baptist Church. I can't wait. That's why I don't tell people my dreams right there. No, That's why I don't no. tell people my dreams. <laughs> it's called accountability. <laughs> hey, so let's transition a little bit, which which I am. I'm super pumped for that because um, we would go and drive our cars through. But now I'm getting free lattes. Um, uh, one of the things that we have emphasized, not one of the things, the emphasis for the whole pastor blog this year has been physical health. And so we've been encouraging pastors, their wives, their family. Uh, you guys have two daughters. Uh, I have two daughters. Uh, we're encouraging the community. Uh, within TWP to uh, be about a healthy physical life. So what we eat, what we drink, uh, exercise, things like that. And so um, I kind of want to hear three different things from you guys. The first would be um, um, what did your emphasis or lack of emphasis on physical health? Uh, not that I know. I just want to hear from you guys um, before you are now in a coaching season for physical health. So what was it like before? What has it been like during this physical health health emphasis of coaching? And then what are kind of the plans as you guys go forward? Um, so what does it look like before? What's in, it in now as you guys are going, getting some coaching? And then uh, what are the goals um, moving forward? So I uh, would love to hear about that. Well, before we've... Um we've always kind of strived to have a healthy lifestyle and um, exercise. We know is a real big part of it because both sides of our family struggle with, um, with a lot of health issues. Uh, I was diagnosed with lupus probably about a little, about a year and a half ago. And so what does that look like for me long-term as far as health relation uh, related goes is um, not really sure where it's going to end up going. But anyway, we've strived to be healthy as much as possible, eating, you know, healthier options, trying to eat more at home, less out exercise. But of course, like anything else, you get started and then you stop, you get started and then you stop, or you're not really sure how to layer things out the way you're supposed to. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. I, I think the word that comes to mind, and I don't know if it's the best word, but maybe uh, inconsistent Yeah, is that, you know, we'll go in really good. And I think this is a lot of people like we'll go in really good, like lengths of time where we're doing well and we're, we're keeping up on some stuff. And then we just something happens uh, and it just maybe just you left town for a weekend. And from there, just like it all snowballs. And all of a sudden, six months later, you're like 20 pounds heavier. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> and so, uh, but I mean, that's just kind of, I think where we've kind of been at where uh, we've had modes of where we were really good. And then we hit modes of where we were really bad. And so when we moved to San Antonio, we were in a really bad wave. Uh, and I think that's just well, and a lot of that was due to depression and stress and just a lot of anxiety that we were trying to, I mean, the sell <laughs> of our house in Corpus was, was a big yo-yo of stress and emotions. And it took over two years to get the position here in San Antonio. So the unknown of the wait to get here, and then we had offers on our house. We were in contract three or four times. And yeah. so for us, that was a huge weight gain time of about two years of yeah of not exercising the way we needed to not really watching what we were eating and yeah and so before we got into the coaching we actually were able to kind of like you know one fun thing about covid is all of a sudden you 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 start getting on zoom and you start to see yourself you're like i'm looking a little uh (laughs) yeah you know it's like wow the camera's adding like 20 pounds that's not okay (laughs) and so then we just hit a place where we say okay let's go ahead and start uh, working on some stuff. And so, you know, we start going back to our old, uh, some, some habits of saying, okay, here's some exercise things we've learned along the way, uh, putting some stuff. So it's like, you know, we've lost some weight. Uh, and so it's kind of neat because when we go into the coaching session, it's like, we're kind of in a wave of trying to get some better X already kind of putting into some rhythms of exercise, uh, trying to think a little bit smarter about how we're doing food and just what's taking place there. And so, uh, and we did already start that before we started meeting with, um, the, with Misty, we were, yeah. um, exercising already. He was up to running a solid three miles without stopping. So he got it down to what under 26 minutes. Yeah. Like my fastest run was like 24 minutes. It was incredible. Yeah, So I, mean, I can't was, do that now. <laughs> he was doing really great. Um, I was walking and then he got a really cool push-up. Um, well, that's kit. afterwards. No, it wasn't. It was before. You got that push-up kit for Christmas before we started with Misty. We didn't start with Misty until January, oh, yeah, wow. the end of January. So you got that first. Yeah. So, I mean, we were already on the kick of trying to get back into the rhythm of things. And so it, meeting with Misty came at kind of the right time because we were already in this mode of let's do something about this. We can't keep going this way. Um, and so when we started meeting with Misty, it was you know, for my health, it was already omitting a lot of things like the bleached flowers and, um, trying to go more toward the healthier ingredients and shopping the outer ring of the grocery store. So I was already in that mode. So what we were learning from her is how to pair things, fruits and vegetables, things that don't have a label. You can eat as much of them. And as often as you want, those are like a free food. And so, you know, your plate needs to be what three fourths vegetables and smaller portions of, of protein, which for me having lupus, I didn't know a lupus diet to help with my medical needs is low to no dairy, low protein and higher fiber. And so for me, I wasn't, um, eating the way I should have been eating for my health concerns. So that was kind of a nice way to, to learn that from her. Um, 
Yeah. So let me, let me say this. So through a grant from the Baptist health foundation, through the church health initiative, Texas Baptist, and, uh, um, they provided a coach for, I think it's like 20 couples or no, is it more than that right now? I'm not sure what it is, but you're, you're one of the couples that are in the, uh, coaching with Misty. Um, and so you've said two things that kind of have stood out to me. Um, one, um, shop the outside aisles. So that's, you know, the produce area, dairy would be a part of that, meats, things like that. Um, and then you're skipping all the processed aisles basically is what you're doing. Um, the second thing is you said, and so for lupus diagnosis reasons, um, you, you have, this has been something that has helped you, but also this, there was a challenge. This was February's challenge, low to no dairy. And actually it was no dairy challenge. Uh, talk about that. How was the no dairy challenge? Because I know okay, <laughs> it was awful. We don't need to talk about it. It was just awful. It was awful. Um, my family. Okay. So, you know, if you go to the grocery store and they have that like two pound bag of shredded cheese, it's like my family. family like, pack. Yeah. The family pack, they like cheese on everything. It's like cheese on your eggs, extra cheese on your sandwich, on your breakfast tacos, you know, anything. A cheese goes on everything. So our 12 year old daughter loves cheese. And so when Mystique says, Hey, we're, our challenge is no dairy. And we're thinking, okay, we'll give it a go. And I saw great results. Like the inflammation in my hands from lupus had gone down tremendously. We even switched to like this dairy free butter and, you know, it was great. And then we hit a, for us, special occasions are like January, February, March, April, May, and June, all the way from the beginning of the year. So there's a birthday cake in every single month. And so trying to make a dairy-free birthday cake was not, was not <laughs> exciting. So, I mean, that kind of killed the dairy-free right there. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was like when we first heard, we were like, oh, that's not so bad. We don't really do dairy and a lot of stuff. And then Melissa was like, no, Josh, see, I'm so simple. I'm just like, ah, it's easy. I'm like, we don't really do a lot of dairy. And then Melissa's like, no, Josh, like, you don't understand, like, we really do. And so when we started thinking about that, we're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. And then you kind of learn to find out, you know, dairy's high in calories. You know, uh, you're, you're taking a hit with the, you know, when you're always, when you're considering weight, you want to start thinking about what are some of the easy things you can cut that will, you know, cut the calories that are super simple. And dairy is, is some of those things that you can just kind of really moderate and cut out that makes a huge difference. And so like cheese, I mean, that's just, you don't think about a slice of cheese and the calorie in that, uh, but you know, you don't have to have it on a sandwich. You don't always have to have it on burger. Uh, even though you, it, it tastes so much better, <laughs> you know, there's some non-negotiable deals, but, uh, that really makes a, made a big difference. And so what was neat about that is that we have made some switches from some things. So, you know, I'm really more into the almond milk now and making that a go because, you know, I've learned that dairy doesn't always agree with me. And so it's like, well, if that's the case, then I guess I'm going to have to reach a place to start kind of, kind of, kind of rethinking about what I'm putting inside of me. You know, I, I guess that's always the hardest part is, you know, when you're 18, you can eat whatever you want and it didn't affect your body. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're just kind of getting closer to 40 and you're like, uh, I don't think I could eat the way I used to as an 18 year old. And I think it's incredible how so many of us, I think, still have that mindset that we can still eat like we're teenagers. And it's like we can't uh, because our bodies have changed and shifted and, you know, things are going different. And now you have to really be considerate about what you're actually putting into your uh, diet. 
Yeah, man, I, I think you guys are both right. Um, that was a, a hard challenge. We eat pizza every Friday. We call it Fun Family Friday, where we do pizza and we watch a movie. And we also did some substitutes with some plant-based cheeses, and they are terrible. Um, but I will say this, um, plant-based butter, depending on which one you get, and plant-based cream cheese spread, brilliant. That is something that stuck around for us. The almond, um, like the almond milk based uh, yogurt, that's in our fridge right now. That has stuck around with us. And then we were already doing like oat milk and almond milk. And so that wasn't, I'm lactose intolerant. So I, I had already removed that. Um, so that was an easy one for us. But yeah, that's tough. Um, you mentioned low to no dairy. So for those that are listening, like you don't got, have to go eliminate totally dairy. Uh, but there are some alternatives that are better, as you spoke to. Um, um, just a little side note, a little plug to um, Earth Burger on Nacogdoches and 410. I don't know if you guys have been there. It's plant-based burgers and like chicken sandwiches. It's it's not chicken or burger meat, but um, they we don't go there for that. Although the corn dog, the plant-based corn dog, awesome. Earth Burger, go check it out, and they have a drive-through. But they have a coconut uh, soft serve uh, machine. And so we go just drive through and get four coconut soft serve ice creams. And it's fantastic. It's a nice little treat. Um, it's way lighter than like a dairy soft serve also. So, um, and it's better for you. Um, but anyway, that was just a little plug. Um, what else? So coaching, uh, any other items that coaching has like brought, like this has been Eureka for you guys, as far as the coaching with Misty. So I think it, I think some good things with Misty for us was just some good reinforcement uh, on some stuff, you know, and and really just holding me accountable on some on some deals, uh, you know, because I'm still in the midst of just trying to get better about you know dropping weight and being better about those things. I mean, there's some really good education that came from that as well too. Uh, but for me, I think it's it just hit me back to my commitment that I'm trying to get to is just saying be okay with the recommended portion size. Uh, because like, you know, as, as much as controversial, like the CDC is at this moment, when it comes to the food stuff, it's like they have recommended portion size. And our issue is we don't stick to that. Uh, we go double, triple portion sizes. That is what ca actually causes us to have so much weight gain. And so, you know, I'm under the impression it's like, you know, they always say to a 2000 calorie, you know, a 2000 calorie diet. Uh, and of course, when you start looking at the portion size, you're like, that's too small for me. But then you realize like, but that's what we need. We don't need anything more. We don't need anything uh, beyond that. And so that's really where I've been trying to do smart about, uh, about weight loss and just dieting is saying, let's just look at, just do the portion size. Uh, there's no, you know, that takes out half, you know, three, four, maybe 95% of issues of anything like that. So you don't need a calorie count if you just just do a portion size. That's it. Just do the recommended portion size. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, maybe transitioning a little bit. Looking forward now. Looking beyond coaching. So, and we can kind of look backwards too. So, from December before the coaching, it sounds like maybe some conversations, some ideas were kind of coming in with emphasizing physical health uh, for the two of you, and maybe for your daughters as well as a family doing it together. Um, now looking forward from that point to coaching, what maybe what are some goals as individuals, as a family, um, uh, looking forward when it comes to physical health? Oh, and, and I want to mention this too, um, and, and you were spot on as you guys hit this. Um, 
as we transition TWP from physical health emphasis to now uh, mental emotional, um, you guys mentioned the move from Corpus Christi brought some depression, some stress, some real emotions that were felt, um, and it affected your physical health. Uh, and that is absolutely, they are tied together. So even spiritual, physical, mental, emotional health kind of all works together. And if one's off, it affects other ones. If they're all off, oh my goodness, we're all, we're a hot mess, right? Um, and so now looking forward, what are some goals? What are some thoughts? What are some tangible things that you guys are setting forward individually and as a family? Well, for me, one of my biggest takeaways from Misty was, um, it wasn't so much for the dietary health as it was, um, my life plate. So what she and I had talked about towards the end, and it was almost, almost a missed opportunity for the longer course was I was so stinking busy. I homeschool the girls. I take care of my grandmother as a home health attendant. I started working, um, with the BGCT for the, the church health initiative for, um, the Lydia network. And, um, I also am our quote, quote, children's director for our church. And, um, so all of these many hats that I was having, my plate was way over full. It was keeping. And so any moment that I had a free time, it was like a crack in the plate and everything would compiling down into that free time. So I never got really a full day of rest. Um, probably since January, I've been go, 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 go nonstop. And so talking with Misty as to why, why, if I'm trying to do low dairy, low protein, high fiber, I'm exercising, why am I not seeing results? So as we're talking about my life and everything on it, she says, you need to look at your life plate as a food plate and it should only be 80% full. So the additional 20% is for those seasonal things that may come up that you can fill in, but don't leave them on your plate because then it's going to be over full and it's going to crack and you're going to be overwhelmed. And so right then there, after that meeting, I was able to quit one of my jobs, God opened a door for, you know, to be taking care of that in that way financially that I didn't need to have that job and that added stress. So I was able to quit that job and focus on the other things. But the hard part is, is not filling that back up again, because that's what I'm used to. So since then, in the last month that this has been a change, I have seen um, better health results for myself. I am less stressed. My anxiety has gone down. Uh, my inflammation that I have from lupus, um, I'm lowering my flare so much. I was set in such a flare that my doctor wanted to change my medication again. And with that, medications are not a cure-all. It requires rest. It requires a lifestyle change as well as medication to help manage a, um, a diagnosis like lupus. And so with that, I'm trying to see how I can manage it with diet and lifestyle changes before I change my medication. So because of meeting with Misty, I was able to have a whole health change for my emotional health that affects my physical health. Um, so that was, that was really good for me to, to be able to move forward with that and how that affects my family. Because when I'm so busy, my children don't get that time that they need other than a, you know, quick time that I need to do school with them. And then I move on to what's next on my to-do list. 
So we're able to, I'm able to watch a TV show with my daughter, my oldest daughter, and she enjoys doing that. You know, whether I take my younger daughter with me to go run the errands, she got money for Dollar Tree for her birthday. And we hadn't been able to go out and do it because I haven't had time to take her to Dollar Tree and let her spend her birthday money. So we were able to go and do that. And that just, you know, but for her to say, you always say tomorrow, you always say tomorrow, you know, that was kind of detrimental to, to me to know that I am overwhelmingly busy, that my kids are feeling the effects of that. So um, it's been overall healthy for our family, for me um, to look at not just a physical plate, but my life plate as well. Good. Good, Josh. You got anything? Well, I'm perfect, so I'm good. <laughs> All right, let's end this then. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, you know, probably the biggest for me is really for one kind of, you know, so you didn't bring it up, but there was another challenge we did, which was a push up challenge. I totally smoked you. Yeah, you know, man, it's because you would just go behind my back and do push ups. We we're supposed to do that together, and she'd be like, Oh, uh, we can work focus other times. She go in the closet and do push up without me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I had to win. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, we ended up just kind of, you know, that's where that gift that came in from that we were talking about in in December. You know, one thing is it's it's healthy lifestyles. You also have to think kind of strategically. So I knew that when I was doing all the running in the summertime and the in the spring in the fall time, which is actual very optimal weather. But winter starts to come around and you're like, winter's disgusting. I don't know how people run in, in the cold. They're weird, man. Bunch of freaks. <laughs> but I was like, but I'm not going to do that. However, I said, but I've got to do something. And so I ended up finding this like this called like a power press pushup uh, deal that just has all these different ways to do pushups. And I got that for Christmas and I just started making that kind of like my push-up deal. And so you could do that with a push-up, you do it with an ab routine, and then you do it with just a quick cardio and it actually reaches its place. And so when we got into the push-up challenge, I'm like, all right, we're already doing this. And so, you know, what thing I'm keeping up is like, I'm just going to keep doing push-ups because it's like, it's simple, it's easy. It builds a lot of muscle real quick in incredibly. Uh, and it doesn't take very long to do all that stuff. Um, you know, the, the commitment of really trying to just stay portion control. And, and I appreciate kind of what uh, Lint, uh, not what uh, Misty left with me uh, at the end to think about food. And of course, I don't know if this is like, if I'm supposed to share this secret or not. So if we do, okay, if I get in trouble, uh, but she just really talked about, you know, just the four understandings of like weight loss. And she's like, you know, what do you take in is carbs. And, you know, there's, you know, carbs have their issues, but carbs are good for you. You know, those are your energy uh, producing foods that help you, uh, that help you exert energy and that your body needs to burn. So she goes, you have your carbs, which burn off real easy. And she goes, then you have your protein and then you have your, your kind of your fats and then you have your saturated fat. So that's where you, you know, the fats is where you're storing all your old, your, your stuff for like, you know, uh, for increase, you know, the apocalypse hit. And of course that's where we're always at. And so she's like, she goes, so the key to weight loss, she's like, if you would just lower protein and lower the fats, you'll actually go from carbs to stored fats. And so she goes, and that's where you can see the, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a kind of a process of elimination your body goes through to actually get rid of, you know, the, the excess fat that you've carried on for so long. And so one thing I've really been working on is saying, okay, where, how can I lower the proteins and how can I really eliminate, you know, saturated fats so that when I'm in working out or when I, in, or when I don't have a, um, or when I don't get a chance to, 
I'm still burning out these carbs and actually going straight to the stored fats that need to disappear in my life. Uh, and so that's really been such a, you know, just a really simple, easy way to think about things uh, when it comes down to trying to lose weight, because I'm still not there yet. Uh, you know, I still got some ways to go because I've always hit a, I always do well and then I hit a little plateau and, you know, that's always where things get hard. And so now it's really trying to push back that uh, so that we can get back into losing the weight and getting back to where it's supposed to be. Awesome. I'm glad you guys were a part of that. And it looks like you have uh, some real tangible ideas and goals. 80% on the life plate. Super good. That's good information for anyone and everyone to take in. It's so countercultural to culture, society today. And so I think that's really good. Um, push ups, the power press push up, um, and just continuing that and really watching what you eat. I think that's really good. I'm, I'm pumped for you guys. Um, Hey, so let me ask this, um, how far, and you don't have to give me your address, but how far is your home to church? So we, I said, I don't want to be no more than 15 minutes away from my church. So we're actually like 12 minutes away uh, from my church. So it's just a, uh, it's one, you know, I hate driving. So being like having to drive 30, 40 minutes just to get home is awful to me. But then also just being, you know, I I just believe as a pastor, you should (laughs) semi near the community you're ministering to, uh, or like within the realm and sphere of stuff. And so I think that makes, that makes a big difference. Uh, that says something when you're in, when you're kind of near the community that you're ministering to. And so that's just kind of, uh, kind of the, the philosophy I've kind of developed over time and, uh, God opened the door to be within like a 12 minute, uh, range, uh, to get to church and back. So that's really nice. Perfect. I think that's awesome. And it's awesome. And I'll segue into this. May is National Bike Month. And I'm encouraging all pastors to bike to church, bike to your office. Um, It's good. 12 minutes. That means it's probably like a 30 minute bike. Have you seen the streets of San Antonio? Like, do you want me to be with Jesus or something like that? Yeah, you, uh, you right. Get some road sense uh, in you. Get some lights. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you a light. Put a light in the back, light in the front and a helmet and, uh, and get on those roads. Um, take the safe route. Maybe Melissa drop them off on the uh, side streets and let him ride there. But... <laughs> I don't know if there's a safe route. <laughs> well, out. Map out. National bike month, encouraging everyone to get on the bike, maybe get on a bike as a family, do it safely. You're right. Do it safely. Don't be Walsam, Walsam, Ritamin. All of those are being under, con- they're a little bit under construction right now. So don't go get on Ritamin. Um, I don't know what Walsham looks like right now, but uh, Walsham's not bad, but just so just, uh, you know, I live in Woodlake and uh-huh. so, you know, we've got to go down Grand Sprawl, uh, you know, we got to go down, uh, Gibbs 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 Sprawl. Uh, where there's a crazy intersection. And of course, you know, 78 is still a main road and it's still not a very like, uh, don't do 78, just go to the golf course there. <laughs> uh, but Awesome. Um, yeah, thank you guys for being on this. I think this is going to be helpful. This is going to be really good. Um, uh, just a, a couple more things to throw out. Um, uh, Josh, you are helping the TWP blog, the whole pastor blog. Uh, you did your first of a number, a ho- hopefully a number of articles to come entitled Pastor Our People. That's the series that we're going to give you an opportunity just to speak to that. Um, and so um, if you go to the whole pastor blog, um, Go, or the whole pastor.org and you go to the blog, you'll see pastors or people. 
Um, that's Josh's first uh, post and there'll be more of those to come. So grateful that you're doing that. Also, uh, I'll throw a little plug. Um, and I, I take offense to calling crazy people who like to run in the cold. Um, we were out there running during uh, the snow apocalypse that was happening and it was awesome. It was perfect, perfect conditions to run out in 30 degree weather because it never happens here in San Antonio. So it was great. Um, but November 6, 2021, Pastor Strong 5K and Walk, it's happening on that Saturday morning. More details to come. And so we'd love to see you and your family participate. The Fuentes family, Strong, uh, but also maybe some folks from your church. Um, it's going to be in November. Right after that, you'll get uh, participants and volunteers to help you set up lights at your church because it is the City of Lights, Windcrest, and Crestview Baptist Church is hosting an uh, amazing event. 2021 oh. December. Um, it's going to be great. You, baby, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you said at the beginning of the year oh, that that gosh. was your plan for this year. And if you have not started the process for that, you're behind. I know I'm behind. We just told the whole TWP world and people are coming from all over the world to see the city of lights this year. So I just know it. it's happening, but Josh, Melissa, thank you guys so much for taking time to do this. Um, Go check out Crestview Baptist Church. Check out the whole pastor. Um, there'll be more to come from Joshua, Melissa there, um, Barnabas, Pastors of People, Lydia Network, um, and maybe hear some more about their coaching, which I believe on the TWP Facebook, there are some videos of you guys kind of sharing that a little bit already. So go to our uh, Facebook page, the whole pastor Facebook um, to see more about that. But thank you guys. Any last words before we check out? Thanks for having us. Yeah, pumped. All right, TWP family, thank you. Uh, go check out thewholepastor.org. Josh, Melissa, thank you. Have a fantastic rest of your Cinco de Mayo. That's today. Woo. Yeah. All right, <laughs> peace out. Talk to you guys later. Bye.